Oh. <laughs> I know how the internet works. Internet boyfriends. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to another. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Internet Boyfriends. I am Joey, and with me is the Piper to my crazy eyes, Ryan Claus. <laughs> oh, that totally works. It does work. <laughs> totally and- works. <laughs> it does. It does. I, I thought about the. I actually had time to think about these. I have. I have three solid ones for the next three episodes. So, nice. uh, and this is the first of those three episodes. Episode thirty-five. Thank you, Mister Farnsworth. We're going to talk about all of the TV that we saw in two thousand thirteen. The next three episodes are going to be, I guess, recap episodes or review episodes of what we saw, watched, read, consumed in 2013 short of music because we decided no music because ryan and i apparently don't know how to talk about music so yeah what are we starting with here tv yes and you disagreed with you disagreed with no sorry i'm thinking I'm, I'm, my cogs are turning i'm thinking because you disagreed with me about tv winning 2013 I, it was just there was lots of good stuff and part of it we'll talk about in the the next section but there was a hell of a lot of good tv I mean, you know, I, I I watched Breaking Bad, the finale of Breaking Bad, uh, by a pool in Mexico, because I needed to see it. That's <laughs> so, so Breaking Bad, <laughs> so TV definitely was pretty fucking excellent this season. That's for sure. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't make a bigger deal in Mexico about this finale of Breaking well, Bad. We're on a resort. Like, I'm not sure. I don't know if like, and some people watch that on DVD anyway. And I called the resort or emailed the resort beforehand to see if they got AMC, and they don't. Because uh, I was like, I need to watch Breaking Bad. That makes sense. Thankfully, okay. our roommates had uh, internet, and there are, are sometimes other ways to get TV shows when needs made when needs must. So I've heard, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Considering, consider. Actually, no. You know what? I, I'm not going to go down that road because in 2013, I watched a lot of TV through Amazon Prime. So <sighs> I hate yeah. you. Anyways, okay, so. I will go. I know you were disagreeing. Now, let me explain this disagreement because this doesn't make any sense because we talked about this before we started recording. I made the point that we should have an entire episode about TV because I thought that it was fair to say that TV won 2013. Ryan disagrees with me because of all the movies he saw in the last week. Specifically disagreeing. Ryan is not certain about it. That's all. Okay. Okay. Well, we have an entire episode of debate then. Yeah. Because (laughs) that's what we'll do. Yes, I know. I'm looking over my list and I'm, I'm seeing that it was a year of good stuff. Like, it's it's hard for me to talk about TV because I'm I don't love TV. You love TV. I do love TV. TV. Is you love TV? I don't. But the thing is, is that if you would have taken any show from 2013 and moved it to 2003, for example, it would have been the greatest fucking television show ever. Hell, if yeah. you went to a movie theater, you'd happily pay a good check of money to see it. It, yes, exactly. Some yeah. of it, at least. Yeah, and and because I, I, when I, my first my, my notes, the first thing I wrote was that it was a year of good but not great stuff, and I don't entirely disagree with that statement. There was a lot of great stuff, but it was more important that it seemed like everything was just sort of good, uh, even the stuff that people didn't really like. Uh, it was a lot of season fours. Uh, well, there, there was there was Vikings and a lot of season fours. It was a, a Archer season four, Community season four, Walking Dead season four, Arrested Development season four. And it kind of seemed like... I watched one of those. You watched... What? what? I only watched, the only of those I watched was Archer. 
You watched the rest of the development season. Four. Oh, I forgot the rest of development. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. I was confused. I was like, we're gonna do a whole, we're gonna do a whole episode of Rest development. I'm pretty sure you watched it. No, because I, I heard The Walking Dead. I heard all those other ones. I just missed Rest development in the list. That's all. It was a lot of season fours yes. or a lot of seasons that kind of felt like season four of where. <laughs> no, I, Did the Vikings okay. feel like season four. I guess. Was it Vikings felt like season four? Uh, kind of, kind of. It. Uh, I, I guess the reason I say that about Vikings is that Vikings felt like it was live a, a series that if, if Vikings again, if Vikings came out in two thousand three, I would say Vikings was one of the greatest TV shows ever made. Oh, amazing! So fucking great, and that has me rethinking my opinions on The Wire, but not really too much because I still think <laughs> the, the Wire is one of the greatest shows ever made. We, we've uh, maybe been rewatching it recently, so. Yeah, I have, we have, we have. Incidentally, we have been watching it lately. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things of where uh, okay, for at least to, to pick an, a season four, Archer season four actually was a season four, and it felt like what I'm talking about of where it's it. I don't want to say it was resting on its laurels because it wasn't. It was still a very solid season. I loved Archer season four, but it it's not. Especially now when you see Archer season five, you realize like holy shit, they could have done. They could have gone in a completely different direction. They didn't. They really didn't do a whole lot with the Ron thing in season four. They didn't do a whole lot with really anything. They kind of just... It was just Archer as as Archer does. There was not a whole lot of development. The biggest development that happens is with Lana in the, the, the season finale. Uh, that's it, really. There's you could, you could skip all of Archer season four. And if you knew that Mallory and Ron get married in the first episode, and then the thing that happens with Lana in the last episode... You basically get season four. That's what it is for community. What's that? And that's what happened with community. I tune in for season five. Like, oh, never happened. I'll just sort of assume this stuff happened and move on. Anyway, Archer. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, You make a good point, which is that I I, I actually watched community season four because I want to do an episode about it with you. Uh, Does that mean I have to? Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. You don't have to watch it. I want. I wanted to watch it. I wanted to see a couple episodes of season five. And we have, I think, because you've been keeping up when I've been keeping up with it. And I wanted to talk about the difference in the two, which is another episode. Anyways, uh, Community Season 4, a lot of people shat all over it. I thought it was pretty much Community. Like, it was it was Community stripped of a lot of what made it great, but not of... It, they left in everything that made it good. Mm-hmm. And I felt that was the same way about Archer. It was a very good season. It wasn't a great season. Uh, Arrested Development, I thought it was a very good season. Not a great season. The, but the, that's a diff- that was for different reasons, though. Like they they really tried something new and interesting, and that new interesting thing worked at somewhat at the expense of the heart and humor of the show. I yeah I agree. I'm not I'm not saying as, I'm not, I, as opposed to like Community and Archer was sort of leaned back. They tried something that didn't work necessarily. Yes, yeah, but I, I still I still think that the the overarching theme between all of that is that it, a season this season four epidemic felt like a lot of shows coasting on whether they did new things or old things it felt like they were kind of coasting on three seasons worth of holy shit this is the greatest show ever and then see then then they had this this new sure. season that you could I, I really I, I i know we were supposed to do an episode about arrested development but i really still feel like arrested development season four was good but not great sort of 
it, could, it was more I feel impressive like, than it was good. Yeah, yeah. I was glad to have it back. If they could have done anything, because <laughs> Pretty I, much. yeah, then that's how I felt about Archer. That's how I felt about Community. Really, a lot of those shows just they could have done anything, and I would have watched. And I'm fine with that, and I'm okay with that. Because again, the bottom line is that they did. They nailed a solid B, B plus every episode for the entire season for okay uh, maybe community season four there was a couple of those are solid f's but uh it it really felt like uh, if you had the scorecard the the uh the grade sheet of all these uh series uh yeah they kind of just fucking i don't know they finished they finished well or they, they they got through their seasons and they didn't fucking crash and burn and and i don't i don't know where people were in the 90s or the 80s with tv but you should go back and watch some 80s and 90s TV. It was fucking terrible. Your average <laughs> sitcom was fucking horrible. Even now, even now, your average fucking sitcom on network TV is fucking horrible. Uh, but even the stuff I would say there are probably mediocre. more good ones now than there have ever been. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, even the stuff that's like what you would call mediocre now. Like, I, I want to talk about the, the uh, Amazon originals, Alpha House and, and uh, Betas at the end of this. And, and, and those are two shows that are, are very good uh this is the best way i can say they're 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 very okay they're very okay they're aggressively okay and and i wouldn't watch them if it wasn't for two key reasons but they 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 just to me the first season of the it crowd was aggressively okay yeah i agree with you that's yeah i i i agree with that and that's we'll get to that when we talk about betas anyways (laughs) uh so if that's if that's what was good and okay, what was great in 2013? Uh, one that comes immediately to mind is Orange is the New Black. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make your case. I was compelled from beginning to end. Uh, great acting from every woman in the show. Uh, great casting, like everything. Everything in the prison, I loved. Everything. Eh. Larry, fuck him. But everything in the prison I thought was great. I liked the flashbacks to how people got into prison, mostly. And it felt, I mean, it felt like a Genji Kohan show, but it felt new and interesting, too. And I enjoyed it. And I'm very, very excited for season two. Okay. I, I have I have more of a problem with what they were trying to, or... I don't. I don't know how. I'm trying to uh, find a good way to say this without coming. I, off. And I've read. I've read nothing about what their their goals were. What the backstory is. This is just the show yeah. that everyone was talking about and enjoyed. I'm like, okay, I'll see the show about these ladies in prison, and it's based on a true story apparently. So I was like, okay, that's enough for me. I don't, I don't know has, anything else. So I don't know if it hit the mark or what it was trying to do, and if it failed at doing that. It has extremely little in common. It seems. Oh, I'm not surprised. The true story. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, all right. That said, I guess I might as well just turn right into what I'm trying to say, which is that fuck everyone that's involved with making weeds and Orange is the New Black, partly because they have gold. They had gold in their hands in both instances. I thought weeds was a great setup. It was a great concept. I think that Orange is the New Black is a great concept. But there's something about the intent, uh, especially I've. I I got really excited for Orange is the New Black. I, I followed a lot of stuff. Like I would listen to NPR interviews and whatever. And there was this idea that was thrown a lot, around a lot. And I'm not going to specifically put it on one person. But the idea that they wanted to make a show that was about characters you wouldn't see on network TV. They, specifically, you tend to see a lot of white males 
on network TV and even on cable TV. I mean, especially this is the age of Tony Soprano or the sure. age of the white male antihero. Uh, and that's, that's, that's completely true. I'm not going to disagree with that. And I, I, I do respect Orange is the New Black for going in a direction of where I, as a viewer, don't really care about the race, gender, whatever of a character, just that the character is compelling, that there's something interesting going on on screen. There's something I haven't seen before. I get to see the world from a different person's perspective. I like TV. That is hard. That is one of the arguments I continually make about the wire. Not that we're doing a podcast about it, but (laughs) I want to see TV that is challenging to me. That is offering me something new, a new perspective. I don't have, I can't have that said, the, I, there's no reason why the show had to be about Piper and Larry as anything no. more than observers. I, I can totally agree with that, although I do find Piper very compelling. So I'm happy to have her there, but she is not necessary to, for the show to be good. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That Okay, that... I'll, I'm not going to argue with you there. Yeah, that, that's this is probably the most uh, agree to disagree point that we could get to. Is that I, I I hate Piper. I really don't like her. I don't really. I don't like, I don't her. like her. I enjoy watching okay. her. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then let me let me back up a second and rephrase. <laughs> I don't enjoy watching her because I feel like every time it goes, any time the show goes to Piper, it feels like they had something and then immediately there's like i said to you before it really felt like there was a, there's a lot of great writers in that room and then there's one person that's standing there going yeah that's great but people are morons so we have to make it go in the other I mean, we have to make it go in a trope heavy or a uh, in, like in a direction that the audience is going to anticipate because there are certain beats it feels like the show feels like it conforms to Everyone has their own story, which is amazing and great, and all those stories can go in whatever direction they want to go in because none of those characters are the white female protagonists that apparently people are tuning in for. Because apparently, if you believe the internet, the whole reason you watch this show is because you want to see uh, Donna from that 70s show and you want to see this white girl scared that she's going to prison. And, and and everybody else, even especially, even or especially Larry, uh, Jason Biggs, who doesn't deserve probably all the hate that we're going to heap on him or have heaped on him. You and I were shitting all over Larry yeah. constantly as we were watching the show. But yeah, Jason Biggs is—he's not a bad guy. Like he's no. not. There's nothing wrong with him. It's just that I'm just that bored by him. Yeah, that character's boring, and it. I guess they wanted to have Piper and Larry as the audience uh, surrogates. And and that's all well and good, but you don't need an audience surrogate. You you need an observer to help the audience get into that world. Like, for example, in Community, you have Abed. Mm-hmm. Abed continually helps the viewer and shows them what they're lampshading, what they're talking. Like, yeah. when they have a bottle episode, Abed explains what a bottle episode is. So even if you're the dumbest fucking person in the world watching Community, you still have Abed to walk you through what's going on. He's the passive observer. That's to a fault. That's who that character is. In Orange is the New Black, I read so many fucking reviews on this show of where they're like, oh my god, this show is going in a bold, new, amazing direction. 
uh, there's a there's there's this 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 moment where this trope happened, you know, or the, or you think this is going to happen, where they they talk about like, oh, Piper is going to be the 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 magical white girl that fixes everyone's problems, and 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 then they're like, oh, and then that girl in the background goes, bitch, this ain't the help, and I was like, oh yeah, uh uh-uh, uh, no, she didn't, <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden it turns into Piper magically solving all these problems through white girl ingenuity, and it's just like it fucking just because they make reference to it and then they do it anyway or they do a different trope there's a there's a moment that i I read two different reviews about how bold it was that they did something in the last episode with crazy eyes there's a moment that you expect is going to happen and then something else happens and everyone's like oh my god there was a bold new direction and it's the, the other thing that happens is just uh, as anticipated or it's 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 something that you've seen a million times before on tv and they're like oh my god they did that instead and it's like so fucking what it doesn't matter it doesn't none of that shit matters i ex- i don't expect every show to be completely new and bold and ridiculous but when a show has stuff that really matters and stuff that we haven't seen before don't fucking tell me that you couldn't put it on tv or you couldn't put it on netflix because uh, Genji Cohen said on NPR, we couldn't get this show made unless we made it about Piper. We couldn't get this show made unless there was that whole dynamic between Piper and, and Donna and the whole fucking thing. No, uh, fucking Netflix. Apparently, Netflix basically wrote you a blank check for this, this, this show and just said, run with it. And, and especially now that they have a season two coming up, I'm really hoping that they're finally able to say, hey, this show shouldn't be about Piper. It, this show shouldn't be about white people or shouldn't be about this kind of bullshit anyway. It should be about prison life and presenting characters that you wouldn't see anywhere else. And, and that's, That'd be that's, awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want, I want more of the stuff that, compa- that interested me. I want to see uh, more of that mother-daughter relationship. I want to see more of the, hey, everything was fine until it wasn't because the military or the, the prison industrial complex is, uh, is, is terrible in America. I want to see – that's the thing. Like, I guess uh, that's the, well, the same problem I have with weeds is that I like the idea of taking on the drug war. I like the idea of taking on the Bush administration. I like the idea of doing all those things that, that weeds would do. But they, it really just seemed like they had a lot of clever writers. They'd be like, this would be really great if we could do this. And at the very end, someone went, yeah, but then what if we just made a fart noise instead? And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. And that's how I felt about weeds. It's like, they're like, President Bush is this stupid. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Fucking make this hard. Make this compelling. Make this interesting. And I just really felt like... Orange is the New Black was the most palatable you could make the show without making it a complete farce or a complete joke about what what goes on in prison. It is a ter- going to prison in America is a terrible fucking thing, and way too many people have to do it because of the drug war, because of all of the. I, this is that's a whole other episode, but I, I want I want it to be more raw and 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 more i want less larry cut out the larry stuff put in prison stuff <laughs> jesus agreed that 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 we both absolutely agree on yeah i mean show show me why prison is bad show me why we should do something. show me oz with ladies yeah exactly well all right maybe not that far but <laughs> it's true but yeah you know what i'm you know what i'm trying yeah. to say so anyways uh let's talk about something that <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about something else what else I got? I don't know. What are you at? I, I don't know. Fucking uh, Justified, Breaking Bad. What do you want to talk about? <sighs> Justified. 
Maybe just Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Well, you're not watching Doctor Who now. Um, but uh, the 50th anniversary and Christmas specials both had me crying like a baby. Um, for different reasons. But uh, I, I can't. I don't want to say too much. Uh, but uh, oh god. Well, yeah. I can't say much because I get a little choked up thinking about it. But the the especially the goodbye to Matt Smith as the Doctor. Spoilers, really, not really. I think if, I think if you have the internet, yeah, exactly. Replaced uh, yeah. Being replaced by Peter Capaldi, who I'm very excited for. Um, but yeah, it really, the the, the send off for him was very touching, and it moved me in in wonderful ways. That's really all I want to say. It was it was a great. It was the 50th anniversary of a show I've watched basically my entire life. Um, and it had some really nice moments in the, especially in the 5th anniversary episode to the other doctors and all sorts of little like in jokes and stuff. It was very satisfying. Um, but you can't add much to that because you stopped watching because you're an asshole. I, uh, <laughs> I'll get around, I, I'll get around to it. Hey, I fucking watched, I caught up on Parks and Rec. I mean, I, it's Parks, like and I Rec is, Parks and Rec yeah. is something that you should have been watching from the beginning and you almost definitely will enjoy more than Doctor Who. Yeah, I, I I love Doctor Who. I did. I loved Doctor Who for a very brief time in college, and then that ended. And <laughs> you experimented now with it in college. I I, I get. I, I guess I could make the same argument that I, I that I was going to make with Downton Abbey. You because you brought up Downton Abbey as something that you watched in 2013 that you really yeah liked. I, I watched the entire. I tried it before, like I'd given it a shot when it first came out, and it didn't hook me then. And I watched it again now, and. I'm completely in love with Dungeon Abbey, but it's not something I would recommend to you specifically. I understand. I understand because I think the show that you would recommend to me is Justified. Which yes, you did, and I and I fucking loved it because yes. it is it is the closest I can get to a show like Supernatural or Downton Abbey or Doctor Who of where it's an internet darling that people love making animated gifs of. Supernatural. There's definitely episodes you would love in Supernatural. Like, I fucking love, love Jim Beaver. Yeah, Jim Beaver. Any of the, and all the comedy episodes are genius. Like, they're some of the funniest shows ever on television. Like, they're hysterical. But you don't. I don't know if you'd get into it enough to appreciate what's going on there because of all the fucking melodrama that happens around it. Okay, that's that's fair. I'll I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> anyway, justified. Well, yeah, with justified, with justified, that wasn't a problem no. because they take out the the melodrama and they just put in straight up. Just bro drama. I guess is maybe the best way to say it. It is. It is easily of all the shows I watch. It is the one show where is uh, Timmy watches it as well. My my college roommate Timmy watches it, and I I love uh, having being caught up on it now, where I can watch it week to week, and I can turn to Timmy and be like, "Bro, bro, did you see what happened <laughs> with that baseball bat?" Like it really it was so good. It is that kind of show where it, I was like, "Holy shit." Fucking dance! It's fucking Avon Barksdale. It, it it's a very it's a very uh, manly show. Uh, it's a very masculine show. There's, There's lots of great guest stars. Oh, great! Absolutely fucking Dave great Foley, man. Stars. Dave yeah. Foley. Hey, as a, I was as an evil Canadian gangster, and he was, was awesome. As technically not 2013. Uh, I I'm talking about sure. the stuff that came before, which is. If you love Deadwood, go watch Justified. Yes, <laughs> because oh, really, Jim Beaver. It, yeah, it really feels like if you if you watch Deadwood, it ends, and you're like, oh man, I wish there was more of this. It's like it, 
I'm not going to say it justifies as a continuation of Deadwood. It's no. not. Not even close. But it definitely feels like a bunch of dudes that you could bro around with made a show that's a love letter to what they had on, on Deadwood. They're they all having up. so much fun. Like, it's... Yeah. It's cl- it's clear without them being like breaking on camera like it's they're still acting well and performing their roles well like you still Boyd is still a menace. But yeah. you can tell that fucking oh, what's his real name? Walton uh, Goggins. Walton Goggins, yeah. Is How loving every moment of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> every single second he seems to just be loving that he's Boyd. Like Boyd loves being Boyd. But it still feels like Boyd. Yeah. And Raylan loves being Raylan, but it feels like Raylan, even though it's Timothy Oliphant clearly having a blast. It's Raylan loving being Raylan. It, yeah, it, it really is. It's, uh, <sighs> like, even it, the it, chief and his, like, the other people that work around him and all the crows and, like. It, it's the best Elmore Leonard. You, I think that if you if you like reading his books, if you like seeing any Get Shorty, any movies that are based off of his works, uh, fucking go watch Justified. Go watch all of it now. Yeah. Don't don't stop. Just complete. It, it has it has what he gets right. It's realistic ish. It, you <laughs> ish. it's believable. It's believable. Yes. It's believable, and it has this. Mythbusters give it plausible. Yeah, it it has this combination of characters that are like Raylan for example that are super tough and 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 super fun and and not living in the modern day I mean that's yeah. the, uh, I really like Raylan Givens as a character he is a, a badass cowboy that listens to Peter Tosh uh, and <laughs> it, yeah it's it's a weird he's a weird awesome character that that has actual arc even though he really doesn't have outward emotions uh there's stuff that goes on there's the other side of that coin which is that bad guys that are so fantastically evil that you can't stop watching them uh and then there's the third group of leonard characters which seem to be the Patton oswald character (laughs) the idiots I wouldn't. Okay, see, it's a thing. Well, like I, I assume you're also talking about like Dewey Crow, who's like the okay. criminal version of Patton Oswalt. I'm not okay, but I don't mean to say idiots. I mean to say people who are where they are in their the point in their life, and they want things. They, they're believable in the sense that they're fleshed out characters. They yes. want things. They 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 need things. They have uh, a place in life. They don't necessarily like it. They have a past. They have a, a hopeful okay, future. Gotcha fundamentally they're the characters that might be kicked around in other people's stories but leonard tends to take a shine to these types of people and says hey they're people too they might be idiots like dewey crow uh, but ultimately they're still human beings and, and we we can deal with a lot of shit humans are surprisingly malleable tough people and and that's that's kind of cool thing to watch about especially uh if you uh, see Patton Oswalt's character show up, you're gonna be like, I think at first a lot of people were kind of like, oh man, like why is he here to be the butt monkey? And then over time, he, I think every character that you see as the the butt monkey on Unjustified becomes so much more and so much better, <laughs> especially Dewey Crow, specifically yeah. Dewey Crow. Yeah. So, uh, do we also we want to talk about Breaking Bad at all? Speaking of Jim Beaver, hang on. Sure, okay. but I'm trying to remember where Jim Beaver was in Breaking Bad because I see him in so many things; it's all a bit of a blur. He is, and he always plays the same character, really. 
but I'm breaking bad. He didn't really play the same. Uh, was he in breaking bad again? He was the, the arms dealer, I guess you could say without giving too much away. Oh, right, 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 right. Got it. Yeah. That was a little different. I'm very aware that anyone who's listening to this, uh, then this is why I said, do you run? I don't know if you want to talk about it or not as more than just like, Oh my God, I'm not going to break bad. Because I know that a lot of people that I know and you know watch Breaking Bad on Netflix or watch Breaking Bad on DVR, and they still haven't finished it because it seems like it seems like Breaking Bad is a couple. Weirdly enough, it seems like a couple show. When I hear about people watching it, I hear about them watching it. You and I are the only two people I know who actually watched it alone. Michelle would Everybody not enjoy else, it. She, Michelle would not enjoy it. It's too violent. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tried to talk Sophia into watching it, and she was like, eh, someday, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay. And I'm not going to push it on you. I think Michelle <laughs> would try it. Like, if she got the mood and asked me to watch it, I'm like, yeah, sure, let's give it a shot. Because she'd appreciate the craft of it for sure. Yes. But uh, yeah. I don't know if she'd get hooked into it as much as we both did. Uh, it, it it still is a pretty standard show in the whole white male anti hero, Tony Soprano age of TV shows. It's, I think, the best of all of them. Absolutely. Are. I was going to say. Like yeah. it's, not, it's not just another. It is the one that has put the rest to shame, and the gold yeah. star, gold the beacon, which we'll be judging all the other ones by. Like it is the platonic ideal of them at this point. Yes, yes, <laughs> it is the yeah. It is you said it is the gold standard, but it still very much is a very violent show. It is a show about really one guy doing something that he wants to do because he wants to do it. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that is true. Uh, yeah. So I can understand if people don't like it, but it, as you said, it is. I, I it hmm, before before House of Cards, I would say it is the most beautiful show I think I've seen. On really, TV. visually beautiful show. House, House of, of Cards, Cards is that good. House of Cards is fucking amazing looking. <laughs> House of Cards. <laughs> if you if you want to see Washington through the eyes of David Fincher watch house of cards that's what that's that's what house of cards is it is fucking it 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 is david fincher or at least david fincher's director of photography uh that's their way every every room looks like it is a cesspool dungeon horrible it, it could be the most pristine uh, you know, uh, fucking congressman's office, like the most uh, meticulously cleaned and, and groomed place. And it still looks just like a seedy underbed of just fucking horribleness. It, it, I, uh, it's just the way that that, sh- that show is shot in such a way that everything is just dripping with bile and disgust and just future, the, the blood of future fetuses. Like it, it's, just, it, uh, it's that show is, is, evil i think it's you everything about it feels evil and and you come to love it you come to love the evil looking forward to it yes whereas uh breaking bad i still feel like it was shot it was shot in 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 a less heavy-handed way so okay yeah i think i think it's a fair it's a fair fight to say which one's more beautiful but yeah, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is amazing. Visually, Breaking Bad was more usefully beautiful. Yeah, the you you really can't go wrong with Breaking Bad. I, I think that that's especially. I'm trying to think of a show that's ended recently that had a better ending than Breaking Bad or a more appropriate. The ending. only ending I can think of that has been anywhere near as good or maybe even a little better than Breaking Bad is Six Feet Under. It's the only one that can even compare. 
Okay, but here's my problem with that statement, which is that I think that the ending of Six Feet Under was fantastic, but everything leading up to the ending of Six Feet Under was dreck. Oh, I'm not saying it was as consistently good. I'm just saying the actual ending. Yes. But Breaking Bad is the most consistently good show I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know you have, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it, it is very hard talking about Breaking Bad and not actually getting into what happened, but I, I think that we, we had the chance to make it do a podcast about it and we turned it down. So I think that I think that it's a special show that should stay special and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Of not going too much into it. Um Breaking Bad, Justify we talked about. Um yeah, so anything else that comes to mind? Not uh, offhand. Okay. And I guess I'll I'll close it up with I was pleasantly surprised with uh, House of Cards. I thought it was nice uh, as we were talking about House of Cards. Um, I think that you should watch it, but I don't think that you're going to love it. I think that you're going to think it's oak. I think it, I think that it's going to go in that category of good, but not great. I rewatched it recently for this podcast to, to talk about it also because the second season's coming on. And I really feel like it is a beautiful show. It is a show that you are going to be entirely captivated with. You are not going to want to take your eyes off of the TV when you're watching House of Cards. It is beautiful. But it's not nearly as engaging as as, e- as even Orange is the New Black. I'd say Orange is the New Black is more interesting than House of Cards. Okay. And I didn't really like... I liked House of Cards the first time around much better than Orange is the New Black. And I would still say that Orange is the New Black is the better show of the two. But you you will never... You will not see another show that's on right now. Now that Breaking Bad is off the air, House of Cards is the one show where I'm like, holy shit... This is shot in a way that is fucking jaw-dropping. Everything in this show looks fucking amazing. The crew of that show... Have, have you seen True Detective? I haven't yet, so... It's pretty okay. fucking pretty. In okay. a very creepy way. Well, then that's, I'll put that on my list. Uh, I've only seen the first episode. I have to wait to rewatch it because Michelle wanted to watch it. So okay. The second uh, one is it's, we're starting to pile up now. I'll, I'll catch up to it because it's an HBO show. Yeah. So I tend to watch HBO shows after. Yeah. Uh, and and again, I haven't. I say all of this not having seen Boardwalk Empire. So Boardwalk Empire I might be. Yeah, so I was in the first two seasons of that, and then I stopped watching. Yeah. So sorry to fans of. I want to go back though. One day I'll go back. It's ending. So There's only one more season or something, isn't there? Uh, what's that? Isn't there only one more season of Boardwalk? I don't know. So, um. Yeah, Amazon shows, Alpha House, uh, Betas. Alpha House is the Gary Trudeau, um, the guy who does Doonesbury. Uh, oh, that's the John Goodman one? Yes, and that's ex- that's the way it should be described. Is it, is, it, is it shitty Veep? Kind of, kind of. What's funny about it is that if you had to get a show to go up against Veep and you didn't have the scathing dialogue that, that Veep has. If, okay. you, if you didn't have the writers, I think that you would make Alpha House. This is the uh, sitcom version of Veep. It, it is the sitcom version of Veep. It okay. really is. And and the reason why it is the sitcom version of Veep is because John Goodman is is fucking amazing in it. And I love John Goodman. I could watch, I could watch John Goodman taking a shit for 22 minutes a week and that would be I'd be totally fine with that. And that's why I would recommend if you like John Goodman, watch Alpha House. It's fucking great, which it is, especially it is John Goodman and Gus from the wire, just palling around and being in a sitcom. Like that's, it's, it's fun. I wish I could one day, maybe I'll be able to. Yeah. Someday, someday. Uh, and, and betas is the sitcom version of a Douglas Copeland novel. 
and uh it well okay it is it is the poorly written sitcom version of a douglas copeland novel and for that alone i will watch it because i fucking wanted them to make j-pod into a series a long-running series where alan thick could retire on i mean that's i i, I, I never watched J-Pod. it uh you would probably hate it because it's a really sitcom version of j-pod but i, I I've, I've never to- read a Copeland book either you see, he's my favorite author, so that's the thing. I, really? I don't anything that's, that touches... What's that? He's your favorite author. He is my favorite author. You're shitting me. All I'm right. okay. serious. What's the one totally I should serious. read? What's that? What's the one I should read? Uh, I don't know. If you if you want a really good book that he's written, read Girlfriend in a Coma. What's the one if, you think I will enjoy the most? Micro Surfs. Probably that's the, that's his most popular. Microsurf is probably his most popular book, okay. and and the one that you would probably like. It's the one I think is the most fun, and it's the one I enjoy the most. His best book is probably Girlfriend in a Coma, though. So yeah, and and okay, so we're running a little bit long. So I want to just finish this with we got like two minutes left before sure. we should end this. So uh, I want or probably one minute. So one minute <laughs> best show of 2013, in my opinion. And, and and okay, not counting Breaking Bad because I'm <laughs> saying this. Fucking Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty for a thousand years. I love Rick and Morty. It's so great. I got like three episodes in 2013, and those three episodes are some of the greatest TV I've ever seen. I love Rick and Morty. I love Adult Swim. I love cartoons, and I love it's it's Futurama with the schmaltz surgically removed and fired into a black hole in Rick and Morty. <laughs> it's, it's high on the list to watch. Once once oh. there's a spot open in the schedule, it'll probably fill in. Oh, it is so great. Rick and Morty is the only half an hour TV show I could watch and totally, after watching it, not believe it was an hour long. <laughs> and and that is that is, the nice, that is a nice thing I can say about it. It is a, or a wonderful thing I can say about it. It is a show where the A story and the B story are both firing on all cylinders to the point of where you could easily have one of those stories as a entire fucking show and it would still be amazing and fucking great. And every show and it's on YouTube, by the way. So if anyone's like, oh, I don't want to fucking download this, fucking go watch it on YouTube, Adult Swim's uh, channel on YouTube. They, they're for some reason they're putting it, and I don't know why they're doing. I bet doing it will work in Canada. Let's see. There we go. Let's see. Meeks and destroy. Does it work? <gasps> totally works. Oh, excellent! So it works in Canada. Yep. It e- it even works in Canada. You have no excuse now to watch. Rick I can watch it on my Apple TV. Listener. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, it is. It's Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty for a thousand years. I love it. So yeah, uh, we are way over on time. So. <laughs> Well, there's, there's a fair chunk of umming and on that could be cut out. I'm sure you can get this down to 40 or under. No, no, this one's going to be pretty solid. This is going to be a, yeah, no, it's going to be a 40, 40 minute episode. So, all right. Well, uh, this was episode 35. Thank you for listening, dear listener. Uh, I'm Joey, and you can find me on Twitter at Joey Heflick. And with me, as always, is Ryan. You can find me at Gobo on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I was talking so fast and so intently on everything I was saying in this episode. I feel like I'm just coming off like this like meth high or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's very very weird. But anyways, I'm I'm going to go pass out for a few minutes. Uh So until next time, we love you all and see you next time. Take care.